for the beats, for the love, for the alcohol, for the party. <laughs> One time like, okay. <laughs> Letting the kick ride, letting the snare roll, letting the bottle pour, cups in the airflow. Love what you hear though, everything black. Feel like the beat is everything, well then everything's back. <laughs> letting the speakers blast, letting the beats run. Word to the crate digging, word to machine drums. Get used to it as we proceed. <laughs> black radio for the lover, just the beat. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The kick gone knock, the snare gone crack, and everything is black, everything is black. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The bottle gone pour, the speakers gone crack, and everything is black, everything is black, everything is black. Black chat, black chat, black, 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 everything is black. Exactly, I wanted to whisper it. Yeah, we have to switch it up a little bit. Yeah. I don't like the intro. I don't like that blab chat. Like it's like like yeah, because if Mundo was here, blab chat. Yeah, no, Atlas would Atlas would ruin it. Atlas <laughs> would ruin it. He ruins it every week. No, I'm just kidding. Shout to at um Mundo 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 beats um couldn't make it today. He's got some stuff he's got to handle. Um, so we're holding it down here with uh perfection glam hey. of course. What up? My name is uh, Jeff Staple. <laughs> June Tao from uh, uh, Rush Hour, blonde hair. You know, that's me. Just kidding. Fuck you guys for telling me I look like June Tao. <laughs> Racists. Um, <laughs> this is Blab Chat episode. This is 47, right? Or it might be 48. I thought it was 47. 47. It's 47. Yeah. yeah. What are we doing for that 50? We got to do something big. We should get 50. 50. On it. We should get 50 for the <laughs> 50th. Cool. 50. We need to talk about power. I feel, Nick, right. I got some questions, man. I right. feel like low key, he like would kind of maybe do it. I think he should. Honestly. I think he would. I think he yeah. could. Yeah. Yeah. He could. 50. He's, yeah. I mean, he cares about culture. He really does. 50 Cent is a genius. He is. He's a I'll, genius. I'll, I'll, anybody that tells you otherwise has yeah. not been paying attention. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. And if 50, if you're, if you're hearing this, um, cause you listen to this all the time. Just kidding. But, uh, on the off chance that you are, come on, man, come through 50th episode, 50, please. That would 50, be 50. So Bless us. Clutch. Bless us. So I to see why you killed Rain off. Oh, right. see, I, you no, know I'm what? kidding. <laughs> I know why you did. You know I feel saying? fucked up because I'm not caught up on power. So Dang. I'm going to, you Sorry. know what? 50, I'm going to make this alert. promise. 50 on the 50th episode I will be caught up by then. So I have Got to be, to. that would yeah. be disrespectful if I wasn't. It would. So straight up. Yeah. yeah. So welcome to Blap Chat. This is a all music production podcast. Um, a lot of cool things happening lately, right? Mm-hmm. So many cool things. Um, shout to you guys uh, who are supporting us every week. Um, make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes. I know I start this um, every episode with that, but uh, it's really important for us because, uh, you know, we want to keep in touch with you guys and we want to make sure that you're up to date with all the new shit that we're doing so if you're on itunes right now your podcast app make sure you subscribe uh leave us a comment leave us a star rating you know if you if you fuck with us give us five if you low-key fuck with us give, give us four if you hate us <laughs> give us is one. three low-key is three yeah. four is great four is like i like you guys two is like dude like pick a why side did you even, like why did you why even, did you even rate? and if you are going to give us one star tell us why mm-hmm. you know and also fuck you no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but no uh on a serious note thank you guys for uh listening to us so make sure you subscribe if you're on soundcloud um 
follow us, repost us, you know, spread the word. Uh, you know, we talk music production, so we really want to continue to get the word out and spread the word and get this show into the ears of every music producer globally, right? Um, and uh, that's all we want to do. We just want to continue the dialogue on music production. Uh, we want to continue to give back to you guys and um, talk about some interesting shit, you know? And uh, I think we would all benefit from that because there really isn't enough conversation revolved around uh, music production. I think we're in the infancy stages of um, just, you know, talking about what's happening right now, you know? So, um, Definitely subscribe to us, follow us on SoundCloud, repost, leave some comments, follow us on all of our social media at Blapchat, that's Twitter, uh, Instagram, and then Facebook.com backslash uh, Blapchat. Uh, Glam, I've been bumping your album. Thank you. Oxygen is out. Yeah. Make Bounce sure you is get my it. favorite track. Bounce is Thank my you. shit. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I like hearing people. I like that it's different. Mm-hmm. Like. People just hit me up like, oh, I like this one. I like that one. It's like, yeah, yeah. I feel like I yeah. did my job. Yeah. It's it's a really great project. Like, um, uh, first of all, you guys should go get it. You can go on all major platforms. Yeah, it's it's glam, right g.al.a.m. Dot 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 dot. Yeah. Um, the name of the album's called Oxygen, A-U-X-A-G-E-N, you know, <laughs> Oxygen, yeah. Oxygen. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Um, I guarantee you'll fuck with it. Like, I love it because it's not only is it like a refreshing for all compared to all the stuff that's kind of out right. now but it's really like just authentic to who you yeah, are thank you. um and the beats man the beats mm-hmm. are like important. the beats I are tough i can't be on here talking the shit that i talk yeah. and like not have yeah an example but if anybody's wondering i use reason for reason for uh, we were just talking you, about that yeah yesterday <laughs> so tell me something why so coming from a reason user right yeah. and like i feel like reason users are like a minority like there's yeah. not too many yeah, there's not, not too lot. many yeah. but sure. like the ones who use it are like die hard right yeah yeah so That's like fact. obviously yesterday we were in the studio i asked you if you um upgraded yeah you know and you haven't <laughs> no, yet i haven't and like i thought about it in my mind i'm like well like just based off of like your music and like the beats especially on oxygen which you made all of them um in my mind, I'm like, damn, like she kind of like low key doesn't even really need right. the new one. So like, what's your opinion on on that? Like, are you content with like where you are now creatively? Mm, I'm. I wouldn't say I'm content. Like, I'm. I appreciate where I am right now. But I'll say, even as in the past uh, podcast that we had with like Jimmy Douglas and how he talked about how like he might use there's certain things that he still uses, but he learns everything. Yeah. So I feel like there's something. Um, important behind like no, being more familiar with other DAWs but mm-hmm. I think just because it's like other things too like my laptop is old I haven't upgraded that yet and like the reason is a crack so it's like that's also a reason I haven't upgraded right. but then it's also like I know how to use it yeah. yep. so it's like I do want to learn Ableton I do want to be familiar with Pro Tools and like eventually have those things under my belt but if something ain't broke, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I ain't gonna fix it. So yeah. it doesn't, it matters, but it doesn't matter. As long as you got the sounds and like you know what you want and you yeah. can manipulate it in that DAWs, then like, that's it. Crap, it's yeah. whatever works for you. I feel like the best DAW out there is the the one you thought I was gonna say, a particular one. I didn't. The one, <laughs> the it's the DAW that allows for you, you as the individual to be able to translate your idea mm-hmm. as as efficiently and as quickly as possible with like 
the least amount of like um steps right. and like pinwheeling and like yeah. having Tommy. to click click yeah, click because yeah, yeah. it's like i feel like that's very important you know it's like I, and i also feel like that's why a lot of people like the mpc and like hardware because it's kind of like plug and play where it's yeah. where you're like getting dirty with your hands and you're turning knobs yeah. But then, like, if you're using a DAW that is, like, slow or, like, to accomplish one little technique, it takes you, like, a million steps, you can lose some creativity yeah. going into it. So, like, yeah, I'm a fan of that. And I have a little bit of experience with Reason. And I can say that I, I think it's really fucking great. Like, I try to oh, use reason. Did, in the have past you tried? I feel like it's I just, it wasn't I for you. I didn't get it. Yeah, yeah. it's like different. It's, it's a different language. language. Yeah, it's different. Even yeah. like the like just everything about it. Mm-hmm. Even just like the format of yeah. it is just. Dude, you know what I like? I dig. I dig the um, uh, flipping the rack and then like cable to, yeah. shit. Like I like yeah, that. It's called tog- the toggle. The toggle. Yeah. Was that tab or how do you do it? How do you toggle? You go it? to like view. Uh-huh. Then you go down and it's like toggle, and then it's like as soon as you hit that, it reverses everything, and then you start just like. I remember I saw my homeboy doing that, and I was like, oh, he's he's really doing right. something back there. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, no, I think that shit's dope. Yeah, it's dope, but I, I, you know, I think it's like whatever works for, for your you, right? for your brain, right? Yeah, like, seems really free. I feel like people like have a really good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Ableton. Ableton. A- people love Ableton. I mean, FL is like, I mean, FL perfection. Use use FL. Like how how um. What would you say is your sort of like familiarities like with FL? Like, do you feel like you're still like learning more about it? And yeah, I mean, right now I'm using Logic. Oh, you are. Yeah. I thought you were I've on been, FL. No, I've been using Logic Actually, for quite some time. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've been using Logic. <laughs> logic is good too. Maybe for like a good two and a half. Oh shit! Two okay. And a half years. I've been living under a rock. What yeah. the fuck? Um, but I liked FL when I was using it. I the reason why I stopped using it was because I upgraded to a Mac and you know they didn't yeah. have the FL version like now they have like a beta version or something like right. that which I've tried but it was right. a little weird it was weird like you you weren't able to like save your project yeah it was, it was a little weird for me mm. so I was like when yeah. you guys get it together then you know <laughs> yeah. we'll figure that out but yeah. <laughs> you know I started to use Logic and I think Logic's easy pretty straightforward um, but FL I think FL has a lot of functionalities like yeah. that help you really just lay your ideas down like immediately yeah and you know kind of like what you say it's a cheat code because like you could just come up with like you know a skeleton in like sometimes less five than minutes. five minutes yeah you know yeah. what i mean but i guess that's the good thing about it right where like you can you have an idea in your head and you just lay it down Jot immediately it yeah. versus trying to like you know look for different windows look for you know different presets and then you get lost exactly you lose your idea you know so. and then you're frustrated yeah and then you're like fuck i had that idea in my mind what yeah. was it or like, yeah. like you try yeah. to like recreate it and then you lose you're it like, and then nah. you try to do yeah. something new and you know it's just yeah it yeah just it's just a, yeah it's <laughs> different it's like a your brain's got to be wired a certain right. way you Definitely. know like i want to ask you guys like what your workflow is because and i'll start with mine so like my my brain is kind of wired where like i I try things until like something sounds cool. Yeah. Like I'm not the type of producer where it's like I have a melody in my head and then like I need to duplicate it. Right. Some people's brains are wired in that way, which I like respect the hell out of that because like if I have something in my head, you know, 
I a lot of times like I used to and a lot of times I'll try to lay it down but I'll get so frustrated right. because it's like damn this is not it this it's is not, not it sounding like it's not it. sounding you don't like find the right sound I can't write to find the right yeah. sound and then I just end up doing something else right. so I just like I just did away with that technique like entirely yeah. you know years ago so nowadays for me it's like I'll just try weird shit and mm -hmm. then like once something catches my ear it's like oh let me build on that yeah. you know and that and that's like actually helped me a lot so I feel like like creatives like producers are kind of wired in like a specific way some people work well with that other people just want to improvise yeah. and go like that so like what's you guys workflow glenn i want to start with you what's your workflow because like you got your melodies are like sick <laughs> like yeah. you got the like how do you balance you know making the beat melody drums and then like having an idea for like raps and singing like what comes first usually um i would say the the beat usually comes first but mm -hmm. when i'm making the beat um on like a deeper level i go i go to like sounds that like i already know i like right um, oh so you have like a set yeah so there'll thing. be sounds i already know i like i try not to go in there like okay i want to make this because as soon as you start thinking like that you like you limit yourself yeah. like True. i try not to tell myself like you need to make this type of song or mm -hmm. even like with placements like just make the music and mm -hmm. then everything else comes and it always starts with the beat for me and like i live with it for a long time like i wish i could just like knock the shit out but i think too deeply like yeah. how yeah. i want to say this and am i gonna like sometimes i'll hear myself on oh, my rapping right here am i singing right here right but i think i always like meet i uh, start with the the chorus sometimes the verses come but it just depends on the song and the beat but like it yeah it all it like depends on the song because right. like depending on i already have a chorus and i just need to write the verses or all the or the verses are fire and like there's no chorus there's no chorus so right it's like fuck yeah so you just keep playing around same thing like i don't Trial really and like error. yeah just keep keep like putting shit out there and it's like okay that's because the worst thing is that's not it you know so you, you just have delete to keep it. finding yeah right. Right. scrap it and find something else yeah so. what about you perfection i think for me i have like a, a very free work workflow kind of like you because I've I can tell your shit's like bouncy man. yeah because like, I've tried to kind of like get specific like okay I'm gonna sit down and make this you know I have this person in mind and then like you said you tend to kind of like get frustrated when the idea is not coming out how you hear it in your head you know and then it just messes up your workflow or you know I work with one of my boys Prem, and he mm -hmm. had kind of like a little um what you call it like the little plastic like the little ziploc kind of bags with like a bunch of q notes in it oh, okay, with, with yeah. artist names and yeah. he's like let's pick out a name uh -huh. you know this is who we're doing something for and it's cool i like that concept but then sometimes you try to lay down an idea and then it goes a whole different direction than yeah. what you expected it's like okay let's do something for big sean yep. and then you're trying to do something for big sean but then you hear a dope sound that you like and you yep. play with it and it's like wait this doesn't sound like big sean this sounds more like kehlani yeah you know what i mean and then it just shifts your whole like idea and yeah. like workflow and mindset of what you're doing right you know so i kind of tend to just like you said just listen to sounds play with sounds hear what i like and see what sticks and then go from there yeah i like that mm -hmm. i love that approach i mean i'm a fan of like it, you know like trial and error because mm -hmm. i f i feel like that's a great way to kind of like um you know discover more things and more bounces because mm -hmm. like if you're locked if you're too much locked into like 
what you feel like you should be doing then like like you said glam you're like limited to the palette that you're working with and then all your shit just ends up sounding the same but i think i also do like people who can be very specific about their ideas because you kind of want to get used to that in a sense if like you start working in the studio with artists Mm -hmm. you know like if you are in the studio with big sean and he's like you know i want to start something from scratch you kind of in your mind want to have an idea of what he sounds like so you can just you know of course you're going to be playing with ideas back and forth and something might not stick then and there right. but you don't want to spend hours with the artist trying to come up with an idea and then it not sticks you exactly. know what I mean and then it like it fucks up their workflow yep. you know fucks up the energy and you're yeah. you're just there for a couple of hours trying to start an idea that and then they're done and then they're kind of over it they're over it that's so funny you mentioned that because I was, so I was in a session this morning with this um, pop pop writer this pop artist um, she's really young really she's so talented and um, you know I just started working with her like this is like our second week or third week working and um, you know she writes all her own stuff and all that and you know she is sort of at this stage where she's like kind of finding herself and trying things so like the past couple weeks have been great we made some really good music so today um, I started the session off by like playing her just like some stuff that I've, I felt like would be like a good fit for her. Some of it was like guitar loops, um, some had top line on it, some were like huge pop records, but most of it was like poppy stuff. Right. And like 30 minutes, I was just playing them, playing them, playing them. And in my mind, I'm like, damn, she doesn't like, she's not really like yeah. vibing with this. So then uh, I stopped the music and I asked her, I was like, so what are you, like, who, what, what's inspiring you right now? Like, what do you, what do you feel like? from the depths of your emotion like what's like touching you right now and um she was like she was like soul she's like i kind of want to tap into like some soul mm-hmm. and um luckily my catalog is <laughs> yeah. big enough to like have that in the pocket so so i was just like say no more <laughs> like a car salesman i got you right hold hold on sit right here let me go to the back i got you um so uh i just dipped into the soul shit and it was like right on the nose you know what i mean so like i say that to say that like in in like a situation like that in my opinion i feel like you know as a music producer if your goal is to kind of like you know of course get placements but like if your goal is to like connect with artists I feel like, you know, having a diverse catalog really, really is very helpful, you so, know? So in that instance, like, were you just playing her? Because you mentioned, like, guitar loops and mm-hmm. things like that. Do you just play the melodies and then build from there? Like, do you... Because, like, I know you create a lot of melodies yeah. and, like, you do a lot of sound design. So, like, I'm sure you do that all day where you just create melodies, create melodies, save them, save them yep. aside from like the beats you do. Yeah. So like, do you do that first? Like before playing an artist, an entire beat, do you just start with like an idea first, like a melody? Sometimes. Yeah. Lately I've been kind of, um, formatting my tracks to where they're not like all the way flushed out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like, you know, asking, it's almost like asking, it's like shooting a movie and asking an actor to like be in the movie, but then like you sort of like have the movie done and you're just kind of like inserting them somewhere as opposed to like, you know what? Like I kind of want, I want you to be in this movie. I want you to be a main character in this film, but like, I want you to improvise a little bit. I want some of your flavor 
in this too so that's why i've kind of been approaching tracks to where it's like i'm really leaving sort of bare bones right. in a way but like enough of the foundation to inspire and you know it's a it's a give and take like it's just like a, a a trial and error thing so yeah like a lot of times i do that especially with a songwriter mm -hmm. um but again it depends there's other times where i play like full like three and a half minutes bridge pre-hook hook the whole thing flushed right. out and like that worked out well too mm -hmm. so it just it really just depends mm -hmm. yeah. having everything right everything is yeah having everything is good yeah and so it goes both ways mm -hmm. you know um but uh, listen guys for those listening i want to know what you guys workflow is yeah hit us our comments hit, hit our comments section and uh let me know what your workflow is are you an improviser or are you very specific with what you're doing do you sit there and say i want to make beats for jay-z only and you just do that which is also fine and very interesting um or do you just like create freely i want to know we want to know so um there's a million ways to do it a million ways to approach production um so we have a very special guest today i'm like really excited about this one um <clears throat> this guy is a good friend of mine um known him for what is it 2017 known him for like 12 years um when he first moved to new york he's from maryland um he's an artist he's a i don't even know what to call him because like he kind of does a little bit of everything um but lately he's sort of um really tapped into the um art industry um so if you hit up his instagram you'll get familiar with like what he's working on he works on clothes he does canvas paintings um i think he just like painted like an entire like skate park yeah, in maryland um in his sort of like natural style um and he's also he also just released um a full um capsule collection with puma which is huge and um i remember he was uh we were talking about uh you know not specifically puma but we were talking about you know one day he was gonna just like <clears throat> you know come out with like a full clothing line and i'm talking about like sneakers shoes you know pants shorts like the full apparel and uh finally in 2017 he did it with puma and i'm so proud of him and that's just one small thing amongst many things that he's done like jewelry with like mr flawless and just like he's just so tapped into the art community and he's pioneering a lot of uh things in terms of like not only streetwear but just like you know this sort of like new style art kind of thing happening it's really hard to put into words but um we're gonna talk to natural uh and uh kind of dig into his story you know i i've like i said i've known him for a long time we've had talks about how he was just like a struggling artist like not knowing where to go and what to do and like how to make money and like he was on the verge of um quitting and then uh and then all of a sudden just like the stars aligned and he is doing big things huge things and and it's really inspiring so we're gonna talk to my man natural uh and um get inspired so let's talk to the homie all right we got my man natural here joining us on blab chat let's give a warm round of applause for the great natural 
<laughs> hey, what's going on, yeah? What's up, man? Uh, so I'm here with my co-hosts, uh, Glam. Yo, what's up? And Perfection. What's, what's going, going on? on? Yeah, they're both uh, amazing producers, artists. Um, awesome, awesome. Yeah, so um, what's up, Al? <laughs> How you been? Man, I've been good, man. been good. Uh, just, you know, trying to get these uh, all these projects in order, lined up, and, you know. Yep. I see you, know. you. I see you with the with the new activations and a lot of the really really amazing things you've been doing. Um, so for, first of all, for our listeners, um, if you're not familiar with Natural, go check out his. In- I would just direct them to your Instagram. So go to his Instagram. Uh, it's at Natural N A T U R E L. Yeah, yeah. I'll let I'll let my man L. You know, kind of break down to you guys like exactly what he does because i he's a jack of all trades i consider you a jack of all trades sort of l because you're like really good at a lot of things um but lately you know a lot of the stuff you've been doing has been revolved around like tapping into the art sort of side of of you like the visual art so um why don't you give the people sort of a little introduction on you know some of the stuff you've worked on lately and you know kind of mm-hmm. like what you were what your whole stick is yeah i mean uh i think um i like to call myself a, a, a creative you know mm-hmm. um and from that whole jack of all trades thing i think i think it's a, all all it is is a you know different forms of communication right mm-hmm. so like from before you know when i was when i was doing music that was a, a form of communication you know and um, I've always been an artist, a visual artist. So, you know, that's just another way to, to, to convey a message. And I feel like, um, you know, the common thread throughout everything that, that, that I do, you know, through fine art or, um, you know, collaborative commercial art uh, and products and, you know, these large experiences, um, you know, it's just all kind of conveying a message to, to us as a community and, you know, to like-minded individuals, you know what I'm saying? So. Um, I think this year, uh, you know, I've done, I've done, I've done quite a bit. I've been blessed enough to do quite a bit, but, um, you know, this year I was, uh, Playboy's, uh, um, artist in residence for January and February. Fire. Um, nice. I thought you were going to yeah. say, to this year I was Playboy's man of the year. Right. <laughs> yeah, nah, nah. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe right. later on. But yeah, yeah no, congrats on. on that. That's so. How did that? What, tell us about that. Like, what what exactly is that role involved? So you know, Playboy as a publication is like you know they're they're real serious. Like, I mean, I, I know it's like a, a joke when they say uh, you know I only read play, I only pick up Playboy for the articles. You know what I'm saying? And um, the funny thing is, is, besides all the pictures, you know, like they have a, a, a very they, they have a history of a very very um, important and. Uh, um, I'd say like um, you know cornerstone in 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 you know magazines and chronicles and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like they've always pushed the envelope as far as content that they that they do. And if you go down the list of all of the um, the former artists and residents, the guy, the, the the artists that they'll feature for the month, um, there's heavy hitters there, man. There's like people in history books there. Mm-hmm. So you know, I was like tremendously lucky to kind of. Um, you know, have that honor to, to not just have one month or two months um, and then, you know, featuring my, my work and doing the interview and, you know, um, I think, um, uh, what's his name? Um, 
um, I forgot I forgot the homie to put us in in, in, in contact or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like you know, it was it was a real organic thing. Um, Amazing. And it started off yeah, it started off as like my show from two years ago. Mm-hmm. It was like my last solo show. I did this uh, Playboy um, inspired cover art. Um, uh, exhibition up in, in in Chelsea, up at the Joseph Gross Gallery. That. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. It was in conjunction with uh, my homies from Detroit, One X Run. Yep. Um, you know, I just did like you know my interpretation of, of covers, uh, all, all the favorite covers throughout history, um, uh, the Playboy covers, and then you know painted them in my in my way. Uh, right. And then from there, I think like we didn't even open the doors when Playboy called, and they're like, "Oh, you know, we need we need to work together. We got to figure out something." So it was like the biggest troll move ever, but like, <laughs> it worked. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I mean, um, it was one of those. It almost like was one of those things that you sort of like uh, uh, manifested and like spoke into the existence in a way, because like you did that project just as a passion thing, and then like mm-hmm. a year, two years later, like you know, the actual company playboys, like, yo, let's do something official. So, I mean, that's yeah, just a testament yeah. to the work. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it happens that like, you know, like not by design, you know, I just kind of put out things that, that, that I enjoy that, you know, like that I consume and put it through my lens and, and through my filter and put it out to the world. Mm-hmm. And that's happened with a lot of people. It's happened with, uh, um, it's happened with Nike, it's yep. happened with Jordan, it's mm-hmm. happened with, um, because uh, you know, before I did uh, that that LeBron eleven um, campaign, right? Uh, it happened with um, different artists too. I mean, that's kind of how I blew up. Yep. Was like, um, remember it was like your uh, Beats for Kanye West thing. Yep. And mm. so uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when we did that cover, um, Swizz hollered at, uh, uh, he kind of shouted it out or whatever. So I did yep. a, pro- uh, a portrait of him and posted that up, and then I remember, you know, from there. Yeah, like it just, I went down the line of celebrities that started liking stuff and then got to Rihanna and it just kind of blew up. Yep, and then you Rihanna know? wanted hers and then yeah, he yeah. did a Diddy one and then all of a sudden Diddy put it on his Twitter as his Twitter uh, profile pick. That's pic. crazy. And then it was just like, who the fuck is, is natural? Yeah, like, yeah. What is this? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and listen, like, like my, so for those who don't know, um, I put out this beat tape in 2012 called Ill Mind Beats for Kanye West. And it was all the leftovers that I worked on um, when we were working on Cruel Summer. And um, so Naturel did the artwork for that. And if you guys are familiar with it, it's the one with Kanye's face, red background, all like triangle triangle style. Um, And so I remember when you did um, the Rihanna one and then she wanted that and then Swizz, you did Swizz one. And then I remember Trinidad James one and then the Diddy one. I think the Diddy one was kind of like the like the the ultimate like okay it's like actually happening now for you with that style um and then it kind of blew up i think it's the uniqueness of your style of art too that kind of intrigues people you know because it stands out so like once one person has a piece you know another person's like what is that that's dope that's exactly. different you exactly. know it's, it's very very unique l i want to i want to ask you a question and this kind of goes in turn with like what we were talking about outside uh earlier mm-hmm. but um like i remember prior like prior to to like this sort of like i want i'll call it like sort of like a 
surgeons of the natural style um i know you right. you know obviously you rapped and you've experimented with a lot of different like art styles and just being a creative expressing yourself and then this sort of becoming like the the sort of starting point for like this injection of your career you know out when we were outside talking during our break <clears throat> we were chatting about um you know like creating art and like thinking about you know okay am i creating art for myself or like how much should i be concerned or how much should i think about the people consuming the art you know and then like we as creators we all go through it like we kind of like overthink certain things and say oh man i, don't, I wonder if they'll like it or like oh i wonder if it'll like will like the kanye cover or like right. I, I, I hope what if like diddy doesn't like like the thing that i make for him so when you're creating um do you battle with that sometimes like when you're when you're you know starting uh, a piece uh, are you telling yourself like damn like i wonder if people are really gonna like this is this good is it bad or like what's your process like in your brain like how's your brain wired when you do that yeah never i never not, not not these days man i don't ever really second guess mm. uh you know what i'm saying like just because like i you know uh I've worked in the industry, uh, the service industry, um, graphic designing, you know, illustrating for, for other people and other companies for, for over 10 years. So, you know, at the end, like I got to the, to the end of my rope, I got to the point where like, I couldn't do it anymore for anybody else. I had to do it for me. Mm -hmm. So when I, when I got to that point and I hit that wall, you know, I, I, I feel like, um, you know, it, it, it became about something else. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, like, this is me time now. You know what I'm right. saying? This is like, uh, you know, when, when I'm when I'm creating and doing something, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is what I want to see. And, like, it's not necessarily like I disregard, you know, the audience or uh, the, the commercial client that might be there or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I respect myself as an artist, and you got to do that um, as, as an artist. You got to stand behind what you're doing and confidently project yourself to, to a point where, you know, people will respect it. You know what I'm saying? And, mm -hmm. and I think I got to the point where I, I had no choice but to do that, you right. know? So, so it was like, it was um, kind of like all chips in, like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm yeah. going to just do what's true to me. And if you fuck with it, cool. If not, whatever. Like, I'm just going to shoot my shot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, you got to get to that point. Like, you got to you gotta grow and try all the all the different stuff you know like i, I i'm not gonna say like i've never been nervous about putting something in front of somebody you know what i'm saying um but when it when it comes down to creating and making uh choices right like is this gonna be red is it gonna be blue is this gonna look like this is it gonna look like that this kind this composition or whatever whatever those design choices are and whatever the, whatever those artistic choices are um i've made them right. you know what i'm saying like i'll be like all right cool this is this is with all the context provided and all the information I have, this is what I feel best at. You know what I'm saying? Right. And from there, nobody can make that decision better than I can. Right. Especially when it's my work. You know right. what I'm saying? It's almost so, like, it's almost like yeah. you know what? I'm going to paint a fucking red circle in the bottom left corner of this. And the reason yeah. why I'm doing and the reason, and I'm doing it because it's cool and it's cool because I did it. Yeah, right, oh, right. I mean, with, you know, <laughs> without, yeah, without the risk of sounding smug or, or overly course. confident or anything like that, it's just, you know, you got to live your life, you know, and you got to tell your story, tell your truth, you know, put everything through your lens and, 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 and be, be yourself. And I, like, I, I've spent years trying to figure out how to be other people, 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I got to the point where I I ended up on me. You know, I'm trying to be <laughs> yeah. me, and I was like, okay, all right, you know, like this is working. But finally, when I did you, it, you know, it started working. What right. made you feel that way? Like, what made you feel like you had to chase being someone else? Oh, I mean, that's how that's how it is. Like, you know, when in fashion, it's like, oh, you gotta dress like this guy, or right. you know, design like these people, or. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just the kind of social, cultural type of mm-hmm. thing, that, you know, like mm-hmm. to find your tribe. And I, I mean, it's not like, you know, we're all followers or anything like that. You know, it's just, uh, you know, you get inspired by the other people and, 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 and you follow suit and you do that, too. You know what I'm saying? Like we in, in the art world, we call it a um, appropriation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I love that word. I love that yeah. word. I want to make T-shirts like that. Hell, can you design those? Yeah. We'll go half on those. Yeah, yeah. Appropriation. It's just you know, it's it's our version of sampling. You know. Yep. But like when you take a sample, it's not like you're trying to be that person. You're right. just taking it for source material, right? So, um, yeah. Like for a long time, like I felt like I needed to be uh, like this artist or like that artist or you know, like a cause or like the Shepherd Fairy, right. you know what I'm saying? You could take certain things from them, but um, at the end of the day, you gotta, you know, you're you're gonna be you. You you have your selective path, and you gotta walk that, and you see the things that move you, and you gotta you gotta communicate that, right? Yeah. So um, yeah, at the end of the day, you gotta be yourself, man. It's like, a, I love appropriation. I'm, I love that because like that's so relevant yeah. to every <laughs> every yeah. art industry in the world mm-hmm. i mean from, from mm-hmm. production to writing style to rapping to everything visual art just like you said it's like expression just like being you yeah Very if, if, if like a, if like a culture you know what i'm saying uh we're we're a fabric if a society as a society if we're a fabric you know what i'm saying you got to mm-hmm. be able to, to um to move it forward, move, move as one, move, you know what I'm saying? Like you might be on your own, in, in your own section, in your own little part of the fabric or whatever and communicating that part, but like everybody moves together, yeah. right? So, you know, like if you cut from the same cloth or in the same part of the cloth, you know, you're gonna be communicating some, something similar, mm-hmm. you know? So um, I, I just feel like uh, it, there's there's times where folks would be like you know like oh that looks like this or that looks like that I mean I have a real successful series uh, um, one of my, my my most successful series is the Picasso series and that mm-hmm. clearly has another artist's name in it you know what I'm saying yep. it's clearly a shot at Pablo Picasso right yep. but um I'm using it for my for my uh, educational reasons you know what I'm saying and um, it's the same thing it's the same thing that Diddy did you know. Uh, when he was sampling all those soul songs, you know, yeah. like um, same thing that everybody does in hip hop. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying for the most part, it's just you. You sort of like injected sampling into visual oh, art and right. made it cool. Yeah, that's kind of yeah, what yeah. you did, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's dope. but you like, and your style is so. Um, I feel like it's like very influential mm-hmm. now, you know, because your 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 activations are so um, are so like distinct but like they're happening in very interesting places i actually want to talk about that so you know when when you when you first started sort of um experiencing this resurgence of your work with the you know the diddy cosigns swizz rihanna and all this um i remember you were it, it was it maybe a year later like in that same year i remember you were telling me that um uh rick ross called had called on you to 
like design oh, yeah. one of his rooms like in his mansion like tell us a little bit about that like whatever you can disclose because i i just thought that oh was yeah interesting. Nah, yeah it's it's weird like you know um the the type of you know the types of phone calls i get from folks and uh it it totally throws me off like i'll be doing, doing something super regular you know like taking out the trash or something like that and then you know rick ross the call or whatever but i think i was a uh, um i was on the way back from basil uh, art week in December. Um, just got off the plane, you know, uh, was opening the door to, to the crib. I was with my queen and then, uh, my phone rang. So I pick it up and it's, uh, it's a, it's a homie of mine. He's like, yo, I got Rick right here. And I, I'm thinking it's my homie, right? Like mm -hmm. my homie, Rick Williams. So like, I was like, yeah, put him on. And then like, you know, I get the, Ugh. you know what I'm saying? Like, you <laughs> no know, way. He actually did I was that. like, what? Yeah. I was like, oh man, you know, like, and it, it turned out to be uh, Rick Ross. And, and you know, we, we, we got to talking about stuff and he had just bought the Holyfield house and uh, down in Atlanta, he wanted me to uh, fly down to, to um, you know, put some artwork in his, uh, in the, in one of the wings of the house or something like that. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, for, what, for whatever reason it was, it didn't really, we didn't really connect after that or whatever, but for the most part, like it was just, it was surreal, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I had the, the, the blessing to communicate to, uh, and, and communicate with, like, a lot of folks that I look up to. More so than I, especially in rap. Right. Right. In the music industry, right? Right, like, exactly. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy. And in the way, uh, you know, like, uh, when I was down in Basel, this past Basel, I was with... Um, uh, Janae and uh, Big Sean, mm -hmm. and, and you know, I met them. Really, really good people. Uh, and it's freaky because, like, you walk in the room and they know who you are, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like uh, I, I never expected that. You know what I'm saying? I expect these, these. Uh, what was people that? that what you know, was that experience like when you first met them? They were like, "Oh shit, you're natural." Oh my god, I love your work. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think uh, was that the first time I mentioned it. I mean, we had talked before, like on the phone, and mm -hmm. um, you know, like. Uh, um, her manager put us in, in contact and, and, you know, to my surprise, she was like a really big fan of, of, of my work and following me. And I didn't know that. So I think we got on the phone before and we had talked about working on some things together. And, uh, um, and then I'm down fast forward, like a few months later, I was down at Basel, uh, painting something for, um, for Adidas at the time. And, um, they had she had happened to have a, a show right next door so i called my um one of my uh my girls at def jam i was like yo like um can you put us uh, uh can you get us tickets to the to, to the show next door and she's like yeah i bet i'm on it so she comes by or whatever and make sure we all good and then you know she just like i think it was like at the end of uh the the show or like janae's show um you know, we walk back to the to the to the little green room, and it's her and, and Big Sean. And I was like, hmm. "Man, I, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, like I that 2088 album is, you know, me and my queen love yeah. that album. Yeah. We rode to that album. Amazing album. It's yeah. like, I love yeah. That album. So like, I was like, man, like you know, y'all two together. Like, I was expecting just to, you know. You know, I wasn't expecting this. I wasn't right. expecting the 2088 joint, right. you know, like. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I walk into the situation, and I was just like, man, I don't know what to say. Yeah. I, I think I shook their hands, like, three or four times, you know. Yeah. And it was, 
it was amazing man. yeah but, that's amazing um, uh, tell, tell us um yeah. i want to i want to tie in um swizz swizz beats into this because mm-hmm. swizz yeah. swizz is you know obviously he's a big art guy he's he's very public mm-hmm. you know his his um uh activations are so great what um what wh- what's your experience like with swizz i know he he definitely he copped a few pieces from you i know he definitely co-signs and supports you um you know what yeah, what, yeah. what are your what what are your um interactions with swizz like yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm proud to be part of the Dean collection. You know, mm-hmm. I think like uh I think I eked in there a little bit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, nah, he's he's a tremendous supporter of uh of emerging artists. I think he has one of the most important collections of uh, of our time. Um and not just saying because I'm in it, uh like the, the, the other artists that he's collecting are having moments. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like um it, that, that's very important to document. And he's not going around like trying to, you know, uh, with a thermometer, like, you know, are you hot? Are you going to be hot? Are you ready? You know what I'm saying? Like he's genuinely going up to these artists and, and, and being moved by their work and just acquiring them. And then from that, like, you know, they're starting to get to do, to, to do their own things and, and get immediate, like leverage their, their, uh, um, their popularity and it, it ensues from being with him and his collection, you know? And, um, I think it was my first show. It was a few years back. It was my first show, first real, uh, art show. Um, it was at, uh, Dane's, um, Poppington. Okay. It was called, uh, the show was called, uh, to die for. And we had did the, the, um, we had did the, the show the week before. And so I'm back, um, I'm back home, you know, after the show, I'm back here in DC and, uh, it's my daughter's birthday. So like we're in the zoo, you know what I'm saying? I'm taking her around the zoo and stuff. And we get to like, I think the eighth exhibit, you know what I'm saying? In the middle of the eighth exhibit, you know, the phone rings and and my manager's like, yo, like Swizz is about to drop by. Um, I think he's trying to get in contact with you. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, and Mm -hmm. I get on. I get. I think I get on my DMs or whatever, and he's like, "Yo, like, can you be here in 15 minutes?" I'm like, "Nah, man, I'm like four hours away." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, so it ends up he he ends up dropping by and takes like he buys the biggest piece in the in in the joint and takes it right off the wall, throws it in the truck, and leaves. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was like, "Yo, like that's crazy, man!" Like, and then um, you know, like from from that point. Uh, you know, we had sold a few pieces, and I think uh, it was a, that was one of the ones that was left. And like, you know, um, it turns out like the whole show was bought by celebrities, man. You mm-hmm. know, like crazy. Uh, crazy. It, it was just a really crazy moment, man. That must, and like, yeah. I, I that must be a crazy feeling, like to like oh, constantly, you know, once it starts and it keeps going, yeah. like those phone calls and Snowballs. those DMs and those emails, you know, from people that you admire and that inspire you. It's like, wait, what do you mean? Yeah. yeah. Swizz is I like- mean, yeah. it's crazy with you, L, because like, I've, I mean, I've known, you know, I've known you for, I mean, I want to say like 12 to 14 years now, maybe even longer. Yeah, yeah. You're like one of the first yeah, guys yeah. to like rap on my beats, but, um, yeah. uh, <laughs> um, but like I, your success, like, it was it definitely wasn't an overnight success but it happened so fast and organically and organically and but like so quickly it was just like 
like you know if you go back to your instagram i don't know if you have all your old pictures but it's like yeah yeah there's like this clear line of like oh 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 and then it's like whoa what happened <laughs> you know what i mean like, yeah. like there's no like there's no smooth right. gradient going into like you know level zero and then like level fucking 10 you know mm-hmm. it's like literally like one zero line to zero to 100 like real quick with you um and yeah. it, and, and it yeah. must have been so overwhelming for you but uh, it's funny you mentioned that perfection because like i think i was ranting the other day about like you know when you when you like reach a milestone and then it's like okay cool man that was like life-changing and then all of a sudden it's like another one comes like really quickly and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. you go from one to two to like four and i feel like they almost like once you get that first one they're like they double like in double time yeah. and then you're at the point where it's like you're turning shit down mm-hmm. that you'd like never right. would have turned down right. like a year earlier so like how do you how are yeah. you like um i would say what was it 2017 so you've you've been rocking five probably five years right like five years yeah, five of years like, solid. Yeah. five years of like okay this is real shit mm-hmm. um how do you ba- how are you handling that like how you how do you balance like the mega successes and then also being able to balance like you know wow like you know do i take the bigger ones or do i like kind of fit some stuff in between like how do you balance your time yeah i mean it's it's a uh it's a it's a growth right and like uh, even though my tipping point had you know happened just recently you know like it it feels like you know last year it happened you know Mm -hmm. um uh, even though it happened that recent, uh, I feel like, um, you know, I've been working towards something like this for, for, for like around 15 years, mm-hmm. you know? So like, I feel like, um, you know, you're not, nobody's an overnight success. You're like, you know, a 15 year success, but you know, something just kind of popped off like recently where that energy just kind of paid out. Right? right. Like sitting at a slot machine. Right. So, um, I feel like, you know, I, I had to, like, you know, when, when things started popping off, like, I think it was two years where I lost my head. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I was like, I thought I was the shit. And, you know, I was like, Rihanna, uh, <laughs> Rihanna just reposting my stuff. And I got all the Navy, you know, like Rihanna Navy uh, following me. Right. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. I was yeah. like, I was like, man, I never have to worry I'm a day in my life again. Yeah. I made it, right? Right. Um, stupidest thought ever, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I really uh, try to remember that 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 time because, you know, you got to work harder. Yep. And, like, it's just the beginning. Once you get the light, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to figure out how to move with it. Yeah. You, you know, it's like. You got to figure out how to uh, keep that joint. Yeah. yeah and, my, and, and my manager, you know, like, he's, a, he's like a, a mentor of mine. He always tells me, he's like, you know, 80% of the game, he references basketball a lot, um, 80% of the game is moving without the ball. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you get the ball, you better be in the right position at the right time, you know what I'm saying, the right space, you know what I'm saying, prepare for it. Uh, and I feel like, you know, I moved I moved um, quite a bit and made sure I was in, 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 in a good place or the best place I possibly could when I got the ball. And I finally got it, and it took me about two years to kind of figure out, like, my footing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then it took me another two years to repair 
the shit that I did over the first two years. You know what I'm right. saying? Where it's just like, oh man, like I had my head up my ass. I probably should have called that guy back, or right. I probably should have took this opportunity or done this. You know, all, all the behind the scenes curtain, or, you know, right. curtain stuff or whatever that nobody really sees. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I had to really kind of fix my mentality and just realize that because of the, ce- the celebrities are, are calling them, because these collectors are calling them, because I get these opportunities, that's not success. You know, like success is waking up every morning and approaching uh, a project a different way or trying yep. to trying to see your way past a certain thing. It's the small shit. It's, right. the, um, it's the craft. It's honing your craft, broadening your craft, broadening your skills, surrounding yourself with the right people that teach you things just as much as you teach them. You know what I'm saying? And that's success. The, the yeah. success isn't like, you know, oh, you got... Um, uh, you got you got a Puma shoe coming out, you know, or this collection or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And that's that that that's super cool, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, that's a I mean, that's 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 that's, 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 that's fucking dope. You know what, actually, <laughs> yeah. right. you're wrong. You're wrong, Al. That's that's like, that's actually no. You success. lost me right there. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted I wanted to get nah. into that. But continue your thought, and then I want to talk about that. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I I feel like you know these are these are milestones and they're yeah. they're uh, achievements, right? Mm-hmm. But the success is is are, are are the is the vessel that takes you there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's a, it's an attitude. It's a mind state. It's a um it's a habit. Mm-hmm. It's a habitual you know thing that you you work at every single day. You might not hear from me you know for a week on Instagram or whatever, but I'm still preparing for that next achievement and all that. All those steps are a success, you know, and like that's that that's that poison that I kept on taking in, you know, in the beginning. I was just like, oh, cool, like you know, I got this, and that makes me a thing. I was collecting all these trophies, right? And right. you're not the trophy man. The, the, the next season started right now, you know. what I'm saying like you're not number one. You, you got to keep at it, you know. Like mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, I yeah. feel like I had to grow, you know. Definitely had to grow. Yeah, I I think I feel like it's a just a. a, a ever like um like learning process like it, it's never ending almost you know because mm-hmm. it's like once you reach one milestone you get another one and then you know you get another one you want two and then you want four and then you want six and then it just keeps going mm-hmm. but to me yeah. you know i think a big part of success is you know once you set your life up to doing ultimately what you love doing and doing mm-hmm. doing that thing all the time and no one's stopping you from doing that and being happy doing that i think you've like you've won the game after that mm-hmm. you know like i think the name of the game is like what's like the one or two or three things that i just ultimately really love doing and if you set your life up to achieving that then you already won you just need to keep setting up to do it for the rest of your life right that's that's my opinion on it yeah, I mean, I don't think it's such a, you know, mechanical type of thing. Like, you know, you desire at every moment, you know, you desire, like, different things, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so, um, you know, now I have a whole, at the top of the year, I have a, I had a whole different set of goals than I probably would at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And quarterly, those, those as a business, you know, those uh, goals change right. with opportunities, with positioning, with um, you know, just the introduction of something new, you know, mm-hmm. and like I'm consistently moving through different industries. So like mm-hmm. those industries are offering better opportunities, different types of insight, you know what I'm saying? And I'll see 
something from a different angle and I'll be like, ooh, that could work. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Well, let me dig in the crate for like, you know, an idea that I had and then apply it. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I'm 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 starting to broaden the scope a little bit, like and broaden my vision as as far as like stuff goes. So like it goes back to, to the first question, who are you? What 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 do you do? I'm a creative. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It mean fine art paint that could mean uh you know a, a shoe collection with a major brand that could mean record covers that could mean uh a film that can mean i mean it could mean a bunch of things it's just i'm learning how to like you know bring my creativity to the to the table use it as leverage and then get get what i want out of it I love it you know what has been your yeah. favorites like you know, kind of feel to work in so far, like music, fashion, because you're, you know, you're implementing your creativity and your your uniqueness and your style into everything you do. But is there one that you favor more than the other? I like that. Oh yeah, yeah, man. I love. Uh, I feel like I love rapping the mm-hmm. most, which is funny because like that's like the one that just kind of fell flat, right? Like. And by the um, way, L is very good at rapping. He's very good. <laughs> Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Do you nah, think this, you this, would this, pursue that, like, after a while? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get yeah. back into it. But. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think I'll do it if I could do it in my own way. Mm-hmm. And on my own time, in my own way, in my own little vacuum. I, I want to yep. kind of, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm still a baby. And I, I think that, like, I'm real emotional with it. So, like, you know, with that craft. So, um, if I... If I create it in my protected little area, I feel like you know, and I launch it that way as well, right? Like I feel like I I, I could I could stomach it, you know what I'm saying? But okay. um, you know, it's it's there's something to um, you know sitting in in the studio and hearing the beat for the first time and being able to see everything, mm-hmm. you know. Like I think Pharrell Pharrell was speaking on it with with the synesthesia. You were speaking on yep. it too, like you know what I'm saying. It's, it's some, there's something about playing something um, for the first time and being able to, to transport you to this space. Yeah. And, and and I have like a very vivid imagination so I could see all that, you know what I'm saying? It's like a drug. So yeah. I love getting back to that point, you know? Yeah. Um, like It's like you but, said, it's just like another medium for you, mm-hmm. you know? It's like yeah, it, yeah. With, with the synesthesia thing, it's so interesting because, you know, like... I I think me and you relate to each other because of the just the idea of like, um, you know, like what you said, hearing like a beat or hearing a song or like seeing colors for the first time in like a particular order is just like an entire piece like hitting you and like feeling the emotion of it is like really important. So like, you know, really doesn't matter what medium you're using as long as it's like evoking some kind of emotion right and i think that's super super important yeah yeah i mean it's it's uh there's and i feel like that that's why there's such an absence of me even writing to, to mm-hmm. stuff now like you know like i was writing since i was 10 all the way up until you know this thing cracked i think the reason why i stopped was because all that energy went to the art right and it was it, it's all forms of communication so i felt like i was i feel like i'm rapping with it you know what i'm saying yeah. i feel like the lines and that creativity and all the stuff that comes from, you know, all that stuff comes out in the work. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, like, and it's not like it's two separate things. It's like, Oh, you were rapping about this. And then now you're, you know, making art about that and making these products. It's all, 
it's all the same thing. It comes from the same place. Yeah, so, I want to talk about know. I want to talk about this Puma collaboration mm-hmm. because um, yeah. first of all, congratulations again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, Thank you. Thank that, you. That collection is so fucking ill. I'm still waiting. For yeah, Thank you. I like the I like package. the sneakers. I like the kicks. The kicks are amazing. Thank um, you. How, Thank so take us take us to the beginning. How um how did that even come about? Like what what sort of things did uh you guys have to do to put yourself into a position to really make that happen? Yeah, I mean, well, for you know, for for a long time, I've been holding out for that collab. You know, right. what I'm saying from some from one of from one of the big four brands. Uh, and you know, it just so happened to work out like with uh, with Puma. I mean, I've been been in talks with all of them, you know, mm-hmm. and it got to the point so where Puma, uh, Puma, Adidas, Nike, Puma, was it Puma, Adidas, Nike, and um, I mean, you throw Jordan, but Jordan's Nike, right? Yeah, like Converse, right? You know, right. Converse, Converse is Nike, right? Um, but yeah, like I mean, I've 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 done projects with all of them, spoke with all of them, you know what I'm saying? And I was waiting around for for that type of uh deal and then um you know uh my good friends um d and ricky you know the the, the twins they mm-hmm. they uh hit me up and ricky hit me up and he was like man like uh um how do you feel about puma and i was like they cool and he was like man because i because I, rem- I remember like you know they were they they just put out their their shoe collection and i was like man that's cool that'd be cool to do right. and so you know they kind of you know dropped my name and um, I think the the company was already looking in that direction, and um, you know, worked out. It took the deal kind of took six, seven months or whatever before we even picked up the phone to, to start the deal. Mm. You know, so like wow. that was like wait, waiting on pins and needles. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I know. And that like feels it's like. crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy because like I mean, I'm the first real fine artist that they've ever signed. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And I'm the first. Uh, I'm like I, I have like the biggest collection that they put out collectively, except for Rihanna. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like if you look at volume wise and style wise, and you know, no other artist has done men's and women's at the same time. No, right. you know, other no other art like there's no other artist that had a Puma before I did. Right. You know. So amazing. Just I mean, there's, amazing. Yeah. There's, yeah. Yeah, and we have we have like a like a great a great roster. You know what I'm saying? There are other creatives there, but you know I make paintings. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> yeah. uh, and and full Puma lines, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and the cool part about that was was like you know when when I got, when when we flew out to Germany, um, you know I got to sit with uh, all the the, you know, the the creative team and um, you know like they. They were they were saying like yo it's different working with you and I was like kind of how is that you know what I'm saying they're mm-hmm. like well you know like a a lot of artists like they don't necessarily know the terminology they don't know the the create like so they'll 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 have to work their way through that you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying and um, I come from that world right yep. t- ten years in the fashion industry you know what I'm saying designing all this stuff so like mm-hmm. I walked in and I was like yo what is this what's that can you show me this can you show me that like you know what I'm saying like I and I, it was exciting for me because. I haven't been able to use that muscle for like five years. Yep. So like you know, I was I was in there shining, man. Like I was like, man, because I was just excited to kind of get back into the bullpen where it all kind of started and and um and talk with folks. Often I'm in the studio, um, dolo, just trying to make it work. So right. um, being around other people, bouncing stuff off of each other, you know what I'm saying, and and, and seeing things. 
uh, handing the fabric and, you know what I'm saying, picking all the swatches. It's, it's, it, it was incredible. And, and like, um, you know, they gave, they gave me uh, a real dream shot. You know, I don't think I could have got that from any other, other company. It was just like, oh, like, you know, uh, the Clyde is, like, real big this year. We're doing the anniversary for that. So, mm-hmm. like, if you could use that soul, you could do whatever you want. So I stripped down everything and, and started from the soul up, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and chose everything, chose. Amazing. So the, they, you know, the, they gave yeah. you, like, like pretty much full creative control almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I designed those shoes. It's Fair not sure. like, you know, like I picked up a, a, a retro and recolored yep. it or anything like that. I did that. Yeah. You know, I drew it out and drew it on the computer. And then, like, you know, we worked it, worked out all the races and went through the yeah. samples and did all that. You know, like, that doesn't... Um, you know, one of my, my biggest heroes is Tinker Hatfield, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I felt like I got to do a little bit of that. Yep. Uh, and, and and now, like, you know, we're in the middle of our first collection, the second collection, or the second part of the collection is dropping this month. And Ooh. then next year, 2018, we have another collection coming out. Wow. Um, by the yeah, way, and by then, the way, just as a side note, I'm a size 10. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> you know, only kidding. I, I mean, I would, you, I would, I was low key gonna buy everything. I like the high top, yeah, yeah. The high top joints. High top joints. Yeah. Uh, Freshman, what you. size are you? I'm a Aiden woman. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. No, all right. I, yeah, I, yeah. I respect, I respect <laughs> the the whole you know designing the yeah, the collection, especially like from scratch. Like you said, you didn't take any retros. You you did it you know from scratch. And mm-hmm. I was in the fashion industry for quite some time. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So you know, fashion and music, you know, it, it kind of goes very hand relatable. in hand. Very relatable. You know, and you know, just creating in that sense, just designing your own clothing, your own collection, like that's that's a piece of art in itself, man. Oh yeah. There's so much yeah. that goes into like choosing the design, the idea, the fit, yeah. you know, everything. Mm-hmm. So yep. you know that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, like I really. Yeah. Look, looking back in hindsight, I, I really wish they uh they um they got it on camera, man. Just because mm-hmm. like you know I want to. I always wanted to see that from other folks. You know what I'm yep. saying? That stepped in there and, and and designed their own stuff. So like I want to. I really wanted to kind of see you that. Start so doing that, man. Was. Get the approval right. and, and just you know get just get get done. someone to just yeah. film you, man. Because people people really should see the inside of like what yeah. goes into this yeah, stuff. Right. I mean, it's so it's so yeah. interesting. Um, speaking of fashion, L, who are um, aside from Puma, uh, who are some of your favorite uh, brands right now? Just like personally, like what do you think is like the freshest you know shit out there to you? Like what are you fucking with? Wow. Crazy. Put you on the spot. Yeah, it's a crazy. I mean, I don't think I've really uh, been looking in that direction for inspiration that mm-hmm. much. Um, you know, I mean, of course, you know, you got uh, the, the the mainstays and the things like that. But I, I, I haven't really been um, other than my homies. You know, like mm-hmm. I got, like I think there's there's, there's a a really cool brand called Die Stars Monday um, out of DC. Okay, it's John Geiger. Uh, my man Scooty and Davin. Yeah, um, shout out to Scooty. Premium. Definitely seen him start yeah. that not too long Sick. ago. Sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, it's a, it's a cool little concept shop. You know, they got out there and um in in DC in my hometown and everything. And uh, yeah, like I think the message really drives them. Right, it's a great brand, but they called it Diet Starts Monday because um you know they've been traveling together 
as uh, as friends to different things in different places that you may own clothing stuff and had fashion ventures before. And they always were like, yo, like we should cl- create a clothing line together. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? They kept on putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. And then finally they were just like, yo, let's just do it. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. so like, um, that's what the die starts Monday thing is. It's like, you know, putting it off and stuff, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, that whole brand stands that's as a fresh. testament to just saying, fuck it. I won't do it. Right. Yeah. You know? That's fresh. And, um, yeah. So I love it, you know? And like they, uh, it's cool because they, they their concept shop has a bar, it's an event space. You can buy the product in there, and plus oh, so like it's like it's, a whole experience. Yeah, so yeah, and they have shit. they have a kitchen. You know, what I'm saying my homie nice. Chef Redbeard's in there, and hey. they yeah they they cook like gluttonous food, but like it's really it's really <laughs> uh, done well. You know, what I'm saying like they got this thing called the Yard Bird. It's like a donut and a oh. chicken, like fried chicken. Uh, filet and then another donut and then some fries on top. Oh, it's that nice. sounds very, very. Sounds on point. like America. Yeah, yeah, that's America. Yeah, right America. yeah, but it's done really well. It's uh, it's amazing, man. And like, um, you know, yeah. I that's have great. a question. This is glam. I've been sure. quiet. Um, my question for you is, I guess it's not even a question, more like a statement as well. Like your aesthetic is very like you like as soon as i see it i know exactly who it is right yep you know like it's not um no knockoff it's like very direct what was that first piece or like what was that moment that you made that first like i just want the idea behind your aesthetic like how you decided to go in those angles like literally and when was that first piece of art that you were like this is tight as fuck and yeah. I'm gonna keep doing this. <laughs> right. So like, what was that? What was that? How you know, did you get that your idea? Yeah, because yeah, it's very distinct, and like, yeah. it's nothing else like it. No one else like duplicates it. And I think people don't even wow. realize how deep your hand is in all of it. Because like, I have like eight pin trills, like yeah, before yeah. I yeah. even realized that you were behind that. So it yeah. was just like an avid follower, not even knowing like, right. oh yeah, this person is like in your lifestyle. Yeah. Like it's a different wow. thing going on. So where I would like to pick your head on that like yeah. process. Yeah, I mean, well, first, thanks for supporting. I appreciate oh, yeah, that. Um, and shout out to Pinch for my brother, my brother, oh, yeah. Jordan, yeah. Donnie, you know. Um, I think, uh, you know, like it's, it's, a, it's a really interesting touch point, right? Like, so like, I feel, you know, as a creative, I've been dying to have my own style since I even, you know, since discovering what art was. Mm -hmm. Because everybody has their hand. Yeah. And I think I've tried everything up and down the gamut, trying to do a bunch of stuff. And I was was trying to find something. Even in rap, I was trying to do that. You know what I'm saying? We all try to find our individuality, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And it really came when I wasn't trying anymore. I stopped looking and I stopped looking for that style and started looking into, you know, like innocently uh, trying to pursue some curiosity, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I think it was a, uh, when back when I was doing like freelance, like there was a, a, a company I was doing um, some designs for and they wanted some minimalist type of uh, aesthetic to their brand. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm not a minimalist at all. So I didn't know what that, you know, what that design sensibility was. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I had to kind of study it. I studied it. I, I, I practiced it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And I got to this one exercise. It was like a 15-minute exercise. was, all right, can you define something visually using the least moves possible? Interesting. Right? 
So, um, and, and you know, me and my me and all like my boys, like we're like that. We take this thing like it's, it's like a sport to us. You know what I'm saying? So we'll do these little reps and warm ups and you know what I'm saying workouts and like you know within the craft. Yeah. So like uh, that was one of them that I set aside for myself. I was like, can I define something visually uh, in a smaller bit of time? Bit of time, like you know, with the least amount of moves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, besides the circle. You know, like the triangle is like the, the the quickest shape you can make. Right. And so I was like, man, can I do something and define the space or define an object with with some triangles? And, and and I did it, and I ended up liking what what it looked like. And from that 15 minutes, I pushed it on to 30, and then you know did a few more things. And uh, that's you know I I, I got in that um, discipline of posting stuff up on Instagram and getting that support and that's important right like you know right. to, to for your peers to be able to see it and and feed off of it and you know that started growing my confidence in that and as soon as i knew it like that was just something that i was doing mm-hmm. you know like i never i like i didn't wake up one day and been like yo that's my style like you know right. like it just was a a wave that i was riding and to the point where it was like oh that's your style and, and somebody else had had to tell me before i did it before I right. before I coined it, like that's you know, that, that's right. what I am. Yeah, usually it so, happens like mm-hmm. that too, where it's like people, like somebody was telling me, like even with your names, it's like people will give you your name if you pay mm-hmm. attention. You yeah. know, like J Lo. Yeah. Once somebody gave her that, it was like, oh yeah, I'm J Lo. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So from from her fans. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. definitely feel you on that. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Um, it's so interesting how you know your approach and your philosophy is just so in line with like music Mm -hmm. and like making music especially music production you know it's like i think a lot of producers um and all of us go through these stages consistently but it's like you know especially nowadays it's like how do you um really like define your music right right and is it like you know is it a drum sound is it a melody is it like a tempo you know and then when you think about uh timbaland and the neptunes and swizz and just like they all have their own like their group color palette you know like they're like putting shapes together in their own way uh and i think you know nowadays it's sort of like changing in a way i think art is um uh, what was that word word you used earlier, L? That I love appropriate. appropriate. It's like a, there's a lot of appropriation happening, but not like inappropriate appropriation. Right. There's another T-shirt right. design, L. We'll go for yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Inappropriate appropriation is happening um, right. in production, and some of it is amazing, and some of it is terrible. You know, mm-hmm. but I think um, yeah. I think you know as time goes by, it's like the arts are sort of like kind of morphing together. Um, you yeah. know, like back in the day, like it was like rock music and like, you know, country and like hip hop were all separate. And now it's like yeah. all just sort of one color palette meshing together. Do you see that yeah. happening in, in the art community as well? Like how, how, how much is that relevant to, to that side of things? Oh yeah, man. Like you're talking, you're talking about like visual artists, a mm-hmm. lot of, a lot of these, you know, well, even Visual like fashion, and, like even clothing styles too. Like I'm starting to oh, see yeah, like, yeah. like different styles just merging together. It's really interesting. Uh, yeah, I think I think I think there's something to, to to say about like you know the generation. With all due respect, the generation that came before us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they are 
you know, fortunate enough to, and this is an all industry, you know, that, that, that generation is fortunate enough to have extended their uh, craft into um, the later parts of their life and like, you know, and still maintain um, relevance in the culture and relevance in, in the mainstream, you know, pop culture. So uh, I think with their mainstay, you know, we're starting, like our generation, even the generation below us is starting to kind of, you know, figure out that, hey, man, I just want to do, I just want to do something, mm-hmm. you know? Like if I can't be that guy, I got to, I got to figure out how I could take all the little things that I got or whatever and make that happen. You know what I'm saying? And that, you know, you, that's how you get the DJ artist, uh, blogger, fashion designer, you know, all these slashes, you know, like, um, these guys that have a bunch of, uh, skill sets or they've acquired a bunch of crafts along their journey. And, um, with, with technology and with, uh, just how we are as humans now and being able to consume more and more information, you know what I'm saying? At the same, at, at, at one particular time, it's easy. It's an easy conversation, mm-hmm. you know, like before, you know, before it was like, are you, are you a DJ or are you a rapper? Right. You know what yep. I'm saying? It's like, Oh, are you a fashion designer or are you a photographer? What do you, what are you? You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. there were no flashes. And I think now there's all these hybrid type of things and you start to find how, uh, how they the, the the areas where they become great and you can't define who those people are and mm-hmm. i feel like um it's a it's amazing it's an amazing time in 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 our culture to see how just how creative we can get yep like how much can we fuse together these different crafts and these different um skill sets to make something different because mm-hmm. it's not just music and it's not just film and it's not just photography it's not just fashion it's not, you know what i'm saying it's like it's everything, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I just think, um, I think it's, that's just where humanity is headed. Yeah. You know, it's like, even yeah. just like the simple idea that, you know, there, there's obviously it's like so unfortunate that like racism is like even still a thing now, mm-hmm. but like you're seeing more cultures, um, you know, being more open together now. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, there's yeah. more mixed racial couples and like, Pe- mm-hmm. people are, are embracing their sexuality and it's like becoming just like being human and you know for a long time generations before us it was like those things were frowned upon which is like bullshit you know what I mean so yeah. I just see like art being a representation of like where humanity is headed you know it's like like all these different cultures coming together and creating like something new I just think like we're meant to do that mm-hmm. you know they say that um uh, I think it was like something like by 2050 or something. It's like 80, 75 to 80 percent of the global population will be like mixed race, you know. And oh yeah, and then sure. by like 2100, like every human will be like a, a more than one race, you yeah. know. Um, and like it's so interesting yeah. to see like where art will be by then, mm-hmm. you know. It's just so fascinating. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like you're talking about one of the freest platforms of expression mm-hmm. ever. You know, like this is this was in caves. You know, this has been uh, this has touched every industry and every aspect of like humanity. You know what I'm saying? So like, uh, I think now it's getting. You know, the, you still have the art, um, the the way the way the art business and industry works and you got those gatekeepers and the galleries and stuff like that but 
you know, I, it's this generation doesn't care about that. Right. Yep. You know, and I'm very, very proud to say that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I have, like, uh, respect for that older guard, you know, and I appreciate it if they, if they, if they do give me a chance. But if they don't, I give a fuck. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Amen I'm, to I'm gonna go about it doing my way and doing my thing. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, whether it's a, a painting or it's the shoe I made, it's gonna end up in the museum. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the, like, so if you really, really like. Um, go about doing that, you know what I'm saying? Instead of waiting in line, you could feed your family or you could, you know, start another business. You could you could affect your community. You could change the, the, the things that are happening around you. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's the stuff that I'm I'm uh you know, I'm starting to grow into now is like how can I change that? And I think well, what I grew up it, a certain thing. I yeah. think what makes it good is that like art you can kind of implement it on a smaller or larger scale. Mm-hmm. Kind of like what you said, yeah. like you know, a lot of the new generation doesn't care about going to a gallery or if a painting is in a gallery. You know, you can see, you know, your artwork on, Instagram. you know, uh, on Instagram or like on a CD cover, and yeah. it's influential to someone just oh, yeah. as much as it can be on a t-shirt or or like pins. painting on <laughs> yeah. a wall or a pin you know mm-hmm. or a screensaver yeah. you know what i mean so i think that's what i like about it is that it can it can have a positive effect on anyone oh yeah no matter what race no matter you know what um what do you call it um you know just no matter where you are in life yeah. rich poor yeah. you know black white like there's some form of art for everyone yeah. on whether you have money to go to a gallery and buy yeah. a you know $30,000 piece or if you just buy a 9.99 album yeah. you know it's everywhere yeah. and i yeah. think that's what's good about it also like you know jc yeah. said something really interesting in his um uh, interview with Elliot Wilson um he, just like we are culture like we we put value yeah. on the shit you know it's like why yeah. why do like us and again no disrespect to them but like mm-hmm. why should a small group of men or women or whatever it is a small group of people decide what something is worth or if something is cool exactly. or not you know it's like it's up to us like we could do whatever the fuck yeah. we want and mm-hmm. and i love that about where we're headed yeah and i think you know like it's it's, it's interesting i've been having these these uh, talks about community building um, and, and my role that I have down here in D.C. as a, as, as, as somebody who was born out of here and, and raised and lived in this community and uh, the responsibility I had to the generation coming up after that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, how can you change those things? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, how can you change? Yeah, like, you don't like... I, I wouldn't wait around for an older guard gallery just to take fifty percent of what I'm I'm making, just to just to stamp me with, oh, he's a certified whatever artist, like a fifty grand, like hundred hundred thousand grand artist. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to wait for that. You know what I'm saying? I shouldn't have to wait around for them to look at me and put value on me. Mm-hmm. Like, what if I turned around and and sold a, a certain amount of paintings and, and created my own gallery? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Therefore, I could I could like put my stuff out plus like, um, you know, the the the, the community stuff out. It's like the art world is so far behind with that type of model. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's like how music in music you have these umbrella companies and these umbrella companies and umbrella companies, and it looks like you have your label, but you really don't. Right. You know, like um, true indie labels. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how you make your bread, mm-hmm. right? And you might not pop in the mainstream, but you're still getting your value, right? Yeah. Yep. And like. <clears throat> 
we need to be able to set those types of businesses up. You know yep. what I'm saying? And, and especially and not just talking about in, in art. Like, I mean, That's let's everything. talk about like just cre- yeah, creatives and influencers and just us as a culture or whatever. We could police the things that we put on our backs. We could police the things that we put our face on. You know what I'm saying? This is it's funny because it's coming from me because like you know I'm like I'll promote like I'll be the guy for for you know other brands that I'm not necessarily like uh, I feel is like you know the right thing to do just you know looking looking down the line or whatever. But mm-hmm. you know I had to get to that point right. I had to get to the point where my value was high so I could say hey you know Pepsi like instead of giving me the soda how about you give me the water right. Yeah. Like yep. I want, I want, I want to be able to do that and be on buses and 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 subway stops and all this other stuff promoting water yep. instead of soda. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like being able to kind of police those uh, those things that come in our into our community. You know what I'm saying? And um, I feel like you know it's 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 important. To, uh, we put our dollar on everything, right? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And put that value there. Where would Nike? Where would George Nike be? If it wasn't for us keeping, you know, buying all the all, all those retros and stuff like that, where would uh, where would some of these bigger companies be? You know, right. yeah. It's so true. I mean, it's true. You gotta you gotta just like start, just go for it and like start your own thing. I think there's like, uh, the world is full filling up with like micro movements, micro communities of just yeah. anything and everything and there's something for everything out there so you know i mean that that's what it is i mean you know especially with art i think that again that parallels with music it's like why why do something and try to grow it at scale you know and like look at the world in this like horizontal way where it's like no like i'd rather have one a community of 1000 people and then you know focus on on depth instead mm-hmm. like let me focus on these 1000 and like that's my you know, I'll call it a tribe, you know, shout to Seth Godin, he yeah. calls them tribes, but like, that's my tribe, right? So it's like, right. fuck all the other shit. Like, I'm all about like a depth as opposed to, you know, scale and width. It's like, it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. You know? And, and you know, like supporting, supporting your community, right? Like, yep. so it's like, if you spent that $200, $250 you spent on buying a pair of Jordans or whatever on, you know, like uh, your friend's uh, artwork, you know what I'm saying? If everybody that bought those pairs or whatever bought this guy's artwork, the value is going to go up. Yep. Yep. It's going to go way up for everybody, not just for that for for the <laughs> artist. The artist is thriving and, and making more things work for him. But in turn, you know, like everything that they bought re- in, increases in value. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like that's like giving yourself money. That's giving yourself this. Type. And it's like art. The art hustle man is better than than cars it's better than real estate it's better i mean it's, it's better than real estate, real estate it's better than drugs it's better you know what i mean because like there's no quantifiable measurement to what something costs right yep. that's something that we don't really understand as 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 a as a, as a culture right mm-hmm. like it's like all right you know that's hot in the street so it it it, it costs this much and then maybe later on it's gonna devalue or dep- depreciate right like nah not in art art different it's a yep. different animal, you know. Like the more and more you, the, the, this this uh, artist the, um, goes along in his journey and his career, that stuff's gonna appreciate. And then you put it on the um, you put it on the uh, the, the the auction block, and then you know, like it 
if it sells at a certain amount and all of a sudden that five thousand dollar ten thousand dollar painting you bought is now worth five hundred thousand a million dollars yeah it's amazing that's like yeah that's cra- it. it's crazy to think about that you know what i'm saying and, like, music like don't that, have mm-hmm. any art yeah it's pretty amazing yeah it's crazy five million dollars and then all of a sudden you know a hundred years later it's worth a billion dollars like it's just a, right, you know, right. It appreciates over time. I love it. Yeah, and we it. Just, we got to be able to, to 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 see those types of things and support each other. You know, I love it. Um, man, I didn't realize what time it was. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, we could talk about this all day, but um, man, uh, uh, your story is so inspiring, man. Like, um, you know, and and I, it's it's so interesting because like you come from the music world, and to see you, you know, inject your creativity into this current you know sort of form that you're inspired to do now which is um you know like visual art is is just super inspiring super amazing um i can't wait to see the new puma collection uh everything is fire man everything you're touching is fire and and, like the run is just going to continue so congratulations to you man and um uh just shout out where where people can follow you i mean instagram at naturel is there any other you have a website too right yeah, it's all, all burgundy.com. Okay. It's my um my website uh and you know at natural uh for Instagram. And yeah, that's pretty much it, man. And go copy. You see me? Yep. Yeah, if you see me in the street, man, come up, shake my hand, man. I'm I'm I'm, I'm always willing to talk, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I appreciate the and good energy and stuff, you know what Exactly. So, and and you guys yeah. go cop, go cop that Puma Natural yeah. collection. It's fire. Yeah. I was in line when I was saying I was going to buy one of everything. Yeah, I really like those yeah. high-top Pumas. Yeah, the high-tops. I appreciate it, guys, man. Thank you. I'm a fan of high-tops, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, L, good luck and everything, man. Thank you for taking the time out. And, um, yeah, man, we'll talk soon. We'll catch up. You already know. Yeah. yeah. Thank yeah. you, guys. All appreciate right, let's it. give a round of applause to Naturel. Hey. <laughs> hey. All right, peace, man. Later. All right, that was very inspiring. Um, we don't have time for Black blapper crap today that unfortunately was a good, but that was good that was a great convo yeah that was a great convo um i like the fact I that he kind of i like the fact that yeah. he um like can stay relevant because he's involved in so many different things yeah. like he's not also because of his talent and his work speaks yeah. for itself but you know he's involved in the fashion he's involved in the music he's involved yep. just you know in the arts so i think that you know is going to keep him relevant for a long time oh yeah oh yeah i mean he like he said he's just getting started mm-hmm. and i believe that so shout to natural shout to all of our listeners man this is blap chats uh we're missing mundo <laughs> you guys got <laughs> lucky man like well actually no you weren't because like if we did blapper crap today then it would have been a higher percentage of yeah, blaps yeah. um since atlas isn't here because right. he's a fucking hater right <laughs> uh he's the simon cowell of blabber crap uh but um we will catch you guys next week again we have uh much more to come you guys already know episode 47 right josh 47, 47. we're breaking that 50 soon 50 cent i wasn't kidding we're getting you on episode 50 holla at your boy man i got beats for you too perfection got beats hey. for you too come on um 
but not on a serious note thank you guys make sure you guys subscribe to us this is blab chat all music production shout to natural and we'll see y'all next week we're out and sign up for beat thread sign up for beat thread thank Don't you forget. perfection sign go up to for fucking beat, beat thread beat thread I'm signed up i still haven't uploaded a beat but i'm going to i got you five stars <laughs> five stars beatthread.com blab chat you already know we out peace later